Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show and in this episode we are going to be discussing the winner of last month's Patreon vote every month for Patreons at patreon.com slash TV. Get to vote on one of the films that we do. We get a choice of four, usually as a theme. The theme for this one was car related movies <laughs> and fun enough they, 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 they voted for the one that we knew the least about and that was the hearse. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're here to talk about this. We'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll warn you in the middle before we go to spoilers. And, yeah, so here we here we go. Um, hmm, yes. <laughs> so there was, there was a hair in it. I can confirm such, such, such a detail. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I hate false titles. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm a little concerned that you feel relieved, Tim, because you, you, you should have watched it. I mean, typically, before we record, you, you go and you, you watch the movie. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> just wing it. It's fine. I, just, just, just okay, wing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll there's something I forgot to do. <laughs> uh, so, what, what is the, what is the hearse? It is a movie about a middle-aged woman mm-hmm. named Jane who lives in the city. She, we find out that she recently uh, had like a, a bad marriage that ended, and mm-hmm. she's going to spend the summer in her old aunt's house. Her aunt passed away, and she left the house to her. So she goes, oh, you know, what? I'm going to go to this town and spend the summer there because she's a, she's a teacher, right? And she's going to spend the summer there. And as soon as she gets there, this mysterious hair starts following her around mm-hmm. uh, and creepy things start happening. Or, But more notably, I think, in terms of plot, everyone in the town seems to hate the fact that she's there and treat her like she's <laughs> some sort of uh, leopard. It's very, mm-hmm. very interesting. And uh, obviously, it's, the whole point is it's very mysterious. Okay, why do they hate her? Why do they hate that she's there in that house? And, and mm-hmm. so on and so on. Um, and for some reason everyone in the town, even people who are in a completely different age group, seem to be infatuated with this city woman <laughs> who is now in town and try their damnedest to, to, to seduce her I guess we'll say mm-hmm. but that is, that's the gist of the hearse Tim, I always ask the question Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy the hearse? Uh, oh boy uh, no <laughs> no I did not uh, can you guess why I didn't like this movie I think there might be a few reasons but if well, what was... do you think would be the, the, the biggest like complaint about it that the hearse itself is not really that important <laughs> well there's that but just honestly man this movie was so boring I thought it was dull as hell like, oh no, it's really dull. I, I just I, I felt like there was something going to be something more specific and unique to the movie as opposed know. to just it's boring. <laughs> no, like I yeah, like th- this was a kind of a slog to get through, and it's only about a it was like a hundred minutes, which um, you know, like it's ninety minutes is usually like even like a bad movie you can you know s- s- put up with it for ninety minutes. But I feel like anything over that is just uh. Oh boy, uh, and there was like some like okay stuff in it, like uh, you know, the, like the idea of the hearse itself, I, I thought was interesting, and some of the plot points, I was like, okay, that's not bad, but um, honestly though, just everything about it is boring. Like the, like it's just so tedious. Like even like the characters are boring. Like the, you know, the like idea of this woman being in this town and just you know, immediately being ostracized. Like okay, you can do something with that, but even that it's like just the like blandest most boring way to do that and like the main character herself like there's nothing like interesting about her like even like all this crazy stuff that's going on she just kind of has this attitude of like oh well 
nothing's gonna get me down like oh they can't kick me out of yeah. this town that's for sure i'm like you have no like emotional resonance you're not reacting to anything at all it's really frustrating yeah she doesn't really get very emotive until the last like 20 30 minutes when it really yeah. gets you know threatening like, can you, like can you honestly say you have like a you know a good grasp of like what this character is like you know it, she just feels like such a blank slate to me i don't know <laughs> uh, like the most uh, uh i think the, the most like uh you learn about her is like literally in the first two minutes where her friend is just like so yeah i know things have been tough with you because you just got divorced and then like um I, like what did they say like you just got divorced and your aunt just died or something like that and it's like oh, okay exposition hey, there you are uh and then like <laughs> you learn like nothing else about her though. that old darkness my old friend exposition is really his <laughs> ugly head again um so no i i no i kind of agree i, I Here's the thing, though. I wouldn't actually call it bad. I would call it sure, just yeah, really, really mediocre. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like I feel like it never like dips into like this is this is terrible or anything like that. It's kind of got this thing where mm-hmm. they're taking it a lot like the filmmakers are taking it a little bit too seriously, and it's a little it's it's, it's like they think they're making this great movie, but it's kind of relying on a lot of very like similar tropes that I've seen you know in a bunch of other films. Yeah. You know, it's like you know the sheriff's like, oh, you're a city girl, you know, you're crazy, you 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 you're, yeah. you're all hysterical. Stop, you know, you're telling me someone's <laughs> broke into your house, but yeah. I'm not going to listen to you because you just seem like a crazy city woman. So I'm not going to but, investigate it, even though I'm the sheriff. Like you know, just yeah. things like that and. That- that scene was actually pretty funny, just the sheer amount of times he said city woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my big thing, I think, to be honest, is that it's called The Hearse. The posters, you know, right. The Hearse there. And mm-hmm. even though The Hearse does feature in it, it wasn't really like, <laughs> it wasn't really about The Hearse. The Hearse didn't even seem that important in the grand scheme of things. It was really no, just no, a, no. it's more of like a haunted house movie, kind of. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not even that really. It's more of a something. Else. I'd have to spoil it to really mm. see what it is, but it just feels like a sort of creepy like movie where something's going on, there's some spooky things happening, mm-hmm. and then you know some of those spooky things involve the hearse like chasing her outside or mm-hmm. or showing up outside the the house. But ultimately, it's not really that important to what's going on in the story. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I I, I um, think. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you kind of nail it on the head a little bit there. It does feel like they were going for something more serious, more dramatic, maybe even like kind of like gothic in tone or something like, uh, I don't know if it came out before, but maybe they're trying to do like something like Changeling-esque or something like that. But It's funny you say that because that was the same year and the actress who plays Jane was in that movie. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't remember yeah. that. Uh, but, yeah, ultimately, though, uh, and, you know, it kind of hurts it because it just makes it, you know, just a lot more tepid where, you know, if you did go over the top with it and it's like, you know, made the hearse like this big crazy thing that's like mowing people down and there's like a big body count and stuff and everyone's over the top, like, okay, like maybe not a good movie, but it could have been a lot more fun. Yeah, I, I was kind of hoping for bad fun. Instead, I got yeah. mediocre, boring because um, it's, it's, it's taking itself very seriously the music's very gothic it's just you know it's it, it's trying to do this thing because I, I think what it was going for was the idea of her repressed sex because she starts reading her aunt's uh, journal and it reveals a lot about her aunt that she was you know into the occult and she had this this new boyfriend she left her reverend husband or fiance for and they're into satanism and all the rest of it and 
It's talking about how she was infatuated by like the, the this new guy who shows up out of nowhere, and then she meets a guy who shows up out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, so it's going to parallel what happened to her aunt. That doesn't necessarily mean this guy is involved in anything, but you know, clearly we're going to like play these beats to either like tease that something's going to happen, or it'll be a red herring, and it'll be something else. But it just the whole thing feels like it's going through the motions. Like I, I got to the point where we're about you know, 20 minutes from the end, and I was like, shit, we only have 20 minutes left. I feel like the plot's barely started. <laughs> like, we've not really yeah. delved past kind of the, the, the main beats that I, I feel like we've already begun to establish. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's just, it's a very bland movie, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, like, a a couple of times when I, I check the time and then, like, even when you look at it and, like, you know, sometimes when you're struggling with a movie and you're like, all right, uh, I only got 20 minutes left, like 20 minutes. That's that's nothing. I can do this. You psych yourself up like 20 minutes. I'm just going to like stare at it and pay attention and really focus. And, you know, it'll go by like that. And then like you try to do that as long as you can. And then you check the time again. And you're like 17 minutes left. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so. There's nothing like crushing, crushing, like, cr- you know, criticism of a movie where we're talking about how we kept checking the time and we were annoyed that there was only, you know, still X amount left. You know, it wasn't wasn't as little as we were hoping for. And it's just, uh, everything is just like, it's kind of like the same beat over again. Like, there, there was one um, pretty cool set piece probably about middle way through the movie that I actually liked quite a bit. That once I saw that, I was like, alright, things are kind of heating up and then it was kind of back to just being boring but everything just kind of feels the same it's like uh she has to go somewhere in town to you know pick something up or do something and she's greeted by some locals that you know that give her the business and then she goes home uh finds out something new about her aunt then goes back into town yeah yeah just over and over again Uh, (laughs) and i think my my other big problem with this is that the 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 townsfolk hate her so much like they yeah. they try they, you know the, the local like store owner just tries to make up excuses as to why they can't deliver to her house over and over mm-hmm. again um mm-hmm. we, a little girl tells her that her mum told her not to talk to her because she's a ghost and which i thought they would i thought they were going to do something with that but they never do like she's not dead or anything like that don't, no. don't worry that that's a, like, that's building to a twist or something because it's not yeah but my, See, my, so my big problem though is that the movie like they hate her so much that there's like it's not even just like you know trepidation or oh, the move she moved into that house so that's a bit worrying like is she going to be like her aunt let's treat this with kid gloves no 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 they treat her with absolute just hostility from the second she walks in anywhere yeah that i was convinced that it was going to build up to a revelation like i, I needed to know exactly what the aunt did like the aunt had to right, do something yeah. specific to this town to make them all feel this way this strongly and there's yeah. never like oh she killed someone in town or she she kidnapped a bunch of children or no there's nothing we never it's just no nah, she was out of satanism and that was kind of it <laughs> like okay yeah. or like uh you know at the very least like maybe do something where it's like you know they don't have to like you know tell her to leave town or something but like maybe if they're saying cryptic stuff like uh well you're not going to be like your aunt right or like oh sure would be a shame if you uh you know followed in your footsteps or something like you know like do something like that and then uh i i think what they needed uh which i guess maybe they kind of try to have but i don't you know it it doesn't work the way they should but you need to have that person in town that you know the character connects with that can kind of clue them in and be like oh the reason why people are acting like this is because your aunt did blah 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 and then like you know she does meet some people but they never really have that like you know revelation of being like no, oh this is 
the one person, the one local who likes her is a teenager, Luke, who wants to just boink her. And... Which, uh, wait, I, I don't know about you, but, like, I actually thought it was kind of a, a shock when I found out that he was supposed to be a teenager, because, like, I just assumed, like, he was, like, in his, like, 20s or something. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, shocking in the sense, no, no more than like other teenagers, I guess, in movies, but I, I, I got that he was supposed to be young, though. I got that he was at least in his early 20s, because he, he's working for his dad at his dad's store, and he just kind of had that vibe about him. Well, I, I just assumed that it was, like, a family-run store or something, because I, like, you know, I, I thought he was going to be the love interest, uh, and that, I, I guess maybe in a weird oh, way. Oh, no, like, <laughs> my first thought was, why is he flirting with her? He's, like, half her age. I don't understand it. It was oh, weird I, to me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't get that at all. I because that were, like, even before similar. this scene, his two friends on the in the car, like they see her jogging one morning, mm-hmm. and as soon as they see her, they start standing up and like whistling and catcalling, and they're like, "Oh, baby, you look so pretty. What a ride!" And so, you know, and <laughs> they were like trying to do catcalling, which like they they were, but like it was like the tamest <laughs> catcalling you ever heard. Like I think the big thing they said were like, "Do you want a ride or something?" Like. I was like, all right, if you're trying to make yeah. these, like, teenage jerks, like, make them jerks, like. <laughs> <laughs> the cat calling was not up to Tim's standards is what we're, what we're getting, getting from this. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if they're supposed to be, like, horny <laughs> teens that are, like, you know, being like, ooh, come on, baby, but they're, they're not. They're just, like, they just stand up and they're just like, woo, hey, you want to ride? <laughs> like. Which okay. just feels so <laughs> random to me, especially since we don't, we don't get the sense that there's anyone else in this town. It's like there's no other women in the, the whole town. Because later yeah. <laughs> on, they're talking to the, the Luke, who, you know, against his father's wishes, goes to like deliver groceries to her um, the next day, and then, then accepts a job to, you know, fix up the house and you know, you know, fix the roof and stuff. And he comes over, and he, he kind of he's all nervous, and she's kind of nice to him. And he goes back to his friends, and they're like, "Oh, so do you get any action up there? Are you working on her?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, we you know we we made out. It's going well." And I'm like, "But I don't understand." <laughs> Like they're talking about it as if they're talking about another girl in class. Not that yeah. that would make it any any less uh, like you know sleazy or whatever. But right, it, it just it would fit what's going on. It just it it feels weird. Like mm-hmm. it would be fine though if like that was kind of the point. Like if they were doing like an American Pie milf thing where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to try and have sex with an older woman. If that was the mm-hmm. the plot, that'd be fine. But that's not what they're mm-hmm. talking about. They're, they're talking about as if no, no, you genuinely have may have a chance here, and you yeah. could be in a relationship with this woman and in fact later on she actually like points out like kind of what roughly what he, age he is because she says something like um when he tries to like you know actually ask her out she's like oh that's sweet but you know you know where, where were you when i was in like 10th grade or something like that and i'm like yeah. really he's supposed to be in 10th grade <laughs> what? well yeah i think that's like when i was like surprised i was like wait a minute like i yeah again i, I just assumed he he was like you know, the shopkeeper's kid that was like you know working at the store i thought maybe he was like immature but that was because he was like a country bumpkin or something yeah. not because he was a kid let's just say if, if i, if I, I if the if actor I was, is like 10 years older than her probably if i was the cashier in a store selling alcohol i would not be iding this guy <laughs> let's just put it that way <laughs> oh no no yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks plenty old enough to drink so oh. i'm saying uh but like it just it, 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 i didn't understand like in no point does anyone ever address that she's older except for her she's the only one when he finally tries to like make a move that she's mm-hmm. like oh no hey like you know you're you're too young for that but we're, you're not too young that we can't be friends and he gets angry and smashes <laughs> a vase and then he apologizes and sort of calms himself down um and also all that build-up about his father like not wanting him there there's never any payoff to that you never see his father again <laughs> no no so why 
why would you ever need to see any character in this movie more than once? <laughs> yes, I mean, unless... <laughs> yep, no, that's fair. That's fair. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, so some of the characters are kind of weird. Um, mm. And not in, like, a fun, goofy way. That they're, they're weird and mm. they just... They act because the script wants them to act this way. And, mm-hmm. like, if it was... Again, if it was going to go down this point of her being tempted by men and she's tempted by this mysterious new Tom guy... Like mm-hmm. maybe they can do something with a teenager, you know, and the temptation of that maybe is a, is a thing mm-hmm. if they wanted to go down that route thematically. Like you know, mm-hmm. it, it, would that be her sinning and that would like set up like her on the path to Satanism, like her aunt or something? I don't know. Do something yeah. with it, but instead it's just just yeah. a, it's like a subplot that has no purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely uh, agree with that. It doesn't yeah. go anywhere really. Like she just kind of shoots him down. He kind of accepts it, and mm-hmm. and that's yeah, like that really. Yeah, like, no one really feels like they have any, like, nuance or that they're acting like real people would act that are, you know, having feelings and, you know, dealing with the consequences of, you know, how they feel. Instead, it's like you said, like, everyone just feels like an actor where they're like, I'm going to say my line, and then as soon as the line's done, they're like, all right, see ya. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not like... this character anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone. Because like, even, like, the, the reverend, like, he comes over and he's like, hey, well, I see you in church. He's like, oh, I've not been to church since I was a little girl and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he makes some small talk and he tries to, I hope I'll see you there. And he tries to talk mm-hmm. her into it. And he and he's the one who tries to be nice more than anyone, even though he clearly knows more about this place and what happened. But he, mm-hmm. like, I thought as more weird stuff happened, she would go to him and ask for help. And... Mm-hmm. I mean, she does kind of do that at one point, but he just kind of like, you know, nothing's happened here. I think he had a nightmare. And she's like, yeah, 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 I think I'm going crazy again. Yeah, it's, you know, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. They say that, like, we don't find out until later that she was actually, like, had a bit of a breakdown after her marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of brought up out of nowhere later on. And I'm like, oh, that'd have been interesting information to have earlier to maybe, you know, build some suspense that maybe what she mm-hmm. was seeing wasn't real. Yeah. You know, maybe build the idea that she's an unreliable perspective and maybe that could you know do something for us as the audience but again it's nothing's done with it my god what what an idea having context for <laughs> what happens in a movie Who and i'm not saying everything i just suggested <laughs> should have been done i'm saying pick one the, of them and actually yeah. do it <laughs> there there this movie is just like I, I, you know i hate to be so repetitive but it's just so dull but there's like you know we've already just talked about a lot of different things you could have done to like again you know maybe the stuff we say might have not made it like an amazing movie or anything but you know, could just add these little touches to make it more interesting, to make it feel like it has more life to it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I think ultimately, I mean, what we're suggesting, I don't think is groundbreaking. Some of these stuff, some of these ideas we're suggesting are quite tropey as well. Like we're we're thinking of them because that's how it's done in other movies. But mm-hmm. the reason why it works in other movies, even when it's like a tired old like trope, is that it still functions the way like a story is supposed to function. That, that, that's yeah. kind of what tropes are. Is they're, they're kind of a crutch if you can't think of a new and interesting way of doing something. And that's it's fine to criticise that, but it's better to have the trope than to have nothing. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> because yeah, then you're like just I... sitting there with, you know, like things are happening, well, but who cares? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, we've said it a million times before, but any day of the week I'd rather have, you know, a crazy bad cheesy over the top movie as opposed to just a middle of the road kind of boring bland movie yeah no i can care it, it never it never goes super because again i i thought it was setting up this whole like sex sexual repression and mm. and temptation and it never really like mm. does anything with it she just she's dating this guy tom it goes where it goes but there's mm. never like i don't know like 
anything. There's never like, oh, maybe she feels guilty because she she succumbed to temptation and that, and that led to bad things. And it, it never goes down a path of, oh no, maybe you're supposed to give out a temptation and maybe he'll be the one that helps you or anything. Like that. There's never like either in either direction. There's no like use for it other than a very cheap twist that comes later on. Which, by the way, I mean. I'll give them credit. It wasn't the exact twist I thought it was going to be because I thought of a much more interesting twist, and then I was I was okay. then I was annoyed by how simple and predictable a twist was. But <laughs> earlier on, I had this other idea of where it was going to go, and I, I thought that oh, this will all be something. And again, very tropey the idea I had, but the actual twist that we got, I was like, this is just the most simple, straightforward, boring thing you could have possibly done with the ideas that you've presented to me. <laughs> I, I hope your idea is just something like really stupid, like the hearse was actually a truck or something like. <laughs> <laughs> the the hearse goes through the car wash and comes out. It's actually the Ghostbusters <laughs> Ecto One. Ooh, okay, that, that could be interesting. Now we're talking about a shared cinematic universe. Yeah, hearse yeah. And, <laughs> and what, what was happening? She was hallucinating seeing a the, the original like hearse before it was painted white with the logo and all that and the, the extra doohickeys. And they're actually uh-huh. hunting a ghost to try to help her, but she's like running from them. She's scared because because she thinks <laughs> it's then, a, an evil hearse, but it's actually the Ghostbusters coming to save her. Yeah, and then they they realize that uh, her aunt ends up being Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, my aunt always liked to just eat a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll give the spoiler warning. I don't think I've got much else to say without spoilers. Oh, you want to talk about Ghostbusters more? <laughs> oh, I'd love to talk about Ghostbusters more. Can, can we stretch that to count as a horror movie for streams for maybe next next October or something? I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like if I brought it up, you'd veto it. Every time I get, I mention something that's not like tricky, you're like, nope. <sighs> I feel like we opened the door when we did Gremlins because Gremlins is very borderline. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, who cares? <laughs> it's it's our show, and technically, it's my show. But, but uh, what? What? <laughs> what? I own fifty one percent of the stock, so legally, I, I own the majority uh, shareholdings. No, you own fifty one out of one hundred and three percent of the stock. Oh. <laughs> Oh, math might be on the, off of that. <laughs> Check with the bookkeeper. I am the bookkeeper. No, all right. Now this is my nightmare. <laughs> Joyce, why actually? I uh, we we started a dedicated streams after midnight Twitter this week. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of the episodes are pre-recorded, so a lot of them will go out after this that don't mention that. But we have an at Screams Midnight, that's the handle, at Screams Midnight. Uh, it'll be in the description below, you can click on it uh, to go find it, at Screams Midnight. Uh, just for, you know, horror ramblings, but I went out of my way to make sure the first ever tweet coming from this Twitter <laughs> <laughs> was about Tim Lake and the boy. I couldn't resist, it just, it made sense to me. It made sense. No, that's good, you want to get people on board right away, have mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. be like, well, oh, okay, so these people yes. like good movies, we'll follow them. It's just a specific Twitter, just so that not only just to specifically promote the show, but also uh, to just like you know actually get involved in horror discussions and horror news and things like that. We we don't really want to do that with the Mail Fuzz TV Twitter because you know it's it's a, it's a blanket for everything. It's an umbrella for all the different shows. So it's it's just a cheap way for you to get out some of your uh, Halloween fan fiction. <laughs> I don't have my own Twitter for that. To be fair, Tim, that's not that's not. <laughs> Um, in fact, yeah, Tim, well, I can set it up so you can post on it as well if you like. We could do that. 
Uh, are, yeah, are we ready I'm, for that next step in a relationship where we've got a shared Twitter account? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think I might be washing my hair that night. <laughs> uh, the, the new wife will be really upset. You've got a joint Twitter account with someone else? What? How could you? Not, not that married couples have shared Twitter accounts. That's not really a thing. <laughs> oh, I I guarantee you that, you know, some, uh, there, there probably are some couples that have, like, Mr. and Mrs., blah, blah, blah. Uh, I guess uh, one of the things, like, we had to do which i guess is a new thing people do now uh which is kind of like jesus really is like you have to come up with like a hashtag for your wedding like what to, <laughs> you like, have to you you well, like say no you have to do well, it you don't have to but a lot of people are doing it so i, I guess because you have so many guests and if people are posting on whatever social media you know it's a way to kind of look up the stuff from this event but it's just like one of those things when you're thinking about it, you're like, do I really have to do this? <laughs> so, uh, hashtag Goatsy, right? That's what you picked. Goatsy? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know that means something else. <laughs> <laughs> Can't feel Tim. What am I kidding? I feel Tim all the time. Okay. Even a broken clock, you know, gets it, gets it right twice a day. <laughs> yeah, keep, uh, keep saying that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or once a day depending on how the how the how, if it's digital if it's digital it's just a once a day alright good we had that clarification I'm just just saying just what everyone picks me up on that uh, anyway whoa, 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 whoa. spoilers we're going to spoilers okay I was promoting the new twitter yes and then we're going to spoilers that, that's what we're doing at screams midnight that's the, tw- the twitter handle uh, at screams after midnight is too long they wouldn't let me pick that so at screams midnight Mm. And Midnight Streams was already taken. I don't know what Dickhead already had that, but that was already <laughs> taken. So, uh, just at Streams Midnight uh, is 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 the thing. So, spoilers. So, early on, I thought the obvious thing this was going is that everyone was in this, right? It was going to be like one of those, oh, everyone in the town's in the cult. Type oh, things. yeah. I was totally getting those vibes like early on, and oh, then, I agree with that. Yeah. And it turned out not to be that at all. It turned out. <laughs> that the mysterious Satanist in the journal that seduced her aunt and turned her into a Satanist uh, just happens to be this Tom guy who's flirting with her. He's immortal Mm -hmm. because he's a Satanist. Yeah. He... They don't really like explain like too much. Like, was he supposed to be like Satan himself or just like some? Oh no, just just a worshiper, just just a Satanist. He's a person that worships Satan and has been given immortality for driving a hearse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's the thing. Like, the driver of the hearse looks like Alfred Alfred Pennyworth, right? Like an evil version of Alfred. And he like eventually the one interesting scene I thought in the entire movie was when he kept appearing in the house, like everywhere she went in the house, like she she lay down oh, in the bed yeah. and he was just lying down next to her, looking really stoic, and he kept appearing wherever she ran in the house. That was a kind of okay scene, right? Later on, all it really does is that you see him driving the hearse, like as in Tom, and it like fades to the the actual hearse driver we've been seeing all movie, and then fades back to Tom, just to show us that it's been him all along, but. There's never actually any kind of okay. Why a hearse? Why? Yeah. Why? Why have this? I mean, obviously, he doesn't really know who she who, that it's him just yet. But mm-hmm. like, why? Why? Why be tormenting her? 
Um, I, I think it was supposed to be like she had a dream sequence where it was like, oh, this is the hearse that took her body to you know whatever, and it, it you know it 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 crashed and her body went missing and there was like that, mm-hmm. but. That doesn't explain to me no. why this hearse is this focal point for all this torment that she's going through. And why Tom even feels the need to torment her in the first place if his whole mm-hmm. plan is just to seduce her into like accepting Satan and then having her join yeah. up. Yeah, so, like uh, I like the... And I think the scene you're kind of talking about, uh, I, I think was the scene that I liked. It was about like halfway through where she actually, you know, she's like running away from the hearse and then you know she actually gets like pulled inside and then is taken to like this demonic church well actually just to clarify like, she doesn't get pulled inside as so much as she's standing at the back of the hearse when it's open and she looks up at the window and every so often in the movie we see her aunt like like a young version of her aunt like sort of oh, as yeah. a ghost almost staring at the window and it's more like she's like trance entranced by watching her and the door True. just shuts on her and she just happens to be it's, it's like she's like te- like just like hovered in there while she's been in a trance and then once she's inside the hearse she starts like banging and screaming because she realizes she's inside yeah. it yeah, see, so like, what I, I don't know why I was kind of thinking this, but like, uh, for some reason, I, like, uh, was thinking like, oh man, like it'd be really cool if like, the curse w- or, <laughs> the hearse, the curse of the hearse, uh, like, I-, I thought it'd be cool if the hearse itself was like a demonic entity, and then like, you know, the back mm. of it was almost like a doorway into like a hell dimension or something. So I thought that'd be cool if it was like, you know, chasing people no, down see, and Tim, trying to suck it. So the problem with this is, yeah, this sounds interesting, and this movie had no oh. interest in doing anything <laughs> interesting. Yeah, they they must have like they probably rented the hearse for like half a day, and they were just like, <laughs> oh shit, like oh no, we can't do that scene, can't do that scene. <laughs> but uh, yeah, also like the other thing too is like I feel like, you know, the fact that she's. It sucks because she's new in this town where everyone hates her so, and she's the only one who's like the focal point of, you know, this like hearse and everything. So, uh, you know, originally, like, you know, before the movie even started, I assumed it was going to be a movie where like, you know, this demonic hearse is like mowing people down and there's you know going to be a body count and like you know it just kind of either that or like a sort of long chase kind of thing but this hearse is like chasing someone down the highway or something it's just it's interesting because it's a hearse um yeah and because i can already i can already envision that movie in my head like the person who's being chased like the twist at the end would be that they're actually like this is all in their head they're dying and they're refusing to let go and the hearse is coming after them because they're supposed to be letting go and dying and like as you know death's chasing them kind of thing like i I mean it's a bit cliched and like obvious but like i'm like yo i can i can see that movie in my head yeah Uh, definitely yeah that that'd be more interesting but yeah unfortunately just the you know since you know we are just with her and like you know she doesn't have like friends or anything there's no like you know potential body count or anything for this movie <laughs> like so which wouldn't be know. a problem if the story was interesting i mean true yeah like I, my, my biggest problem with it you know outside of being dull and outside of the hearse not being that interesting is that it ultimately just sums up to being a typical person comes to town she's new everyone is really weird towards her and there's a build-up to what's really going on but on top of that, just feeling a bit tired, the the actual thing that's going on is just not that exciting. Yeah, and then it, it doesn't help so. that like pretty much every facet of the movie is dull. Like not just like the story wise. It's like, all right, yeah, the, you know, all the actors are pretty bland. Like the music isn't that interesting. Like it's pretty much exactly what you would expect of like a, you know, just kind of a random middle of the road like you know nineteen eighty 
kind of drama horror movie. Yeah, I wouldn't see the 1980. Like, I think this is kind of a leftover. This feels like a. It 70s, feels 70s. Yeah, it feels yeah. like a 70s yeah. made movie to me. Which I, technically is true because it probably got made in 79 and then came out in 80. Yeah. But um, it's not like there's but a yeah, hard like, cut off though. It's not like you know all of a sudden one year they all switch to the 80s style. So obviously there's a, a sort of blurry period of transition. Are you one of those annoying people that is like? You know, well, technically, 1980 is 1970s because it's like, you know, you go one through ten or whatever. Oh no, no, no! 80 to 89 <laughs> is the 80s. I hate that. <laughs> then the, the 90s, the start of the 90s. It's really that simple. I, yeah. Come on, guys! Next year is the last year of this decade, which is actually really exciting, Tim, because it means that at the end of the year next year, not only will we be doing our top ten of the year, we'll be doing like a big countdown of the decade. Wow, uh, that's happening. Uh, I'm sorry, I was just you know trying to think of like the movies we had uh, over the decade. I'm just you know stuff is shooting out at me like Truth or Dare. Like, what? <laughs> why, why is that the thing you think of first? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wish upon Bye Bye Man. Like, the boy. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's not all bad. No, that belongs in the list with those. That's, no, just to be that no, clear. no, but we got no always Tim. We we got. We got the witch. We got, you know, we got a bunch of stuff. I guess. Get out, you know. <laughs> you get out. <laughs> you get out. No, you get out. No, you get out. Okay. Uh, so, I haven't thought of that until now. But yeah, we we can do like a big decade, probably a top fifty in the end of next year. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, you, you get excited, people. That's coming at the end of next year, or probably start probably start of twenty twenty. Actually, now that I think about it. I don't know, end of next year, start of 2020. Uh, but that's going to happen. <laughs> that's just fun. That's, that's good fun. Um, good, clean fun. But hey, so... What were we talking about? Oh yeah, the, the hair. That's the boring <laughs> movie. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I want to add to it, more than what we already said. Uh, uh, the, the pacing is very laxed. Everything feels very yeah. kind of... Uh, because like we say, it feels like it's got that 70s drama horror vibe, so it's going for that slow, she settles in. There's not a whole lot of suspense, though. It, it definitely feels like one of those movies that feels very fragmented, where mm-hmm. here's the drama scenes where it's just kind of awkward because the town people don't like her, and she's mm-hmm. trying to achieve something. And then you've got the scenes where she's reading the diary, and that's all kind of like, ooh, mysterious, because she's reading the diary, and it's kind of romantic. And then there's scenes of like the actual horror and suspense, where almost immediately the music just switches, and that's not necessarily that weird in the grand scheme of things, but it does feel very fragmented. Where it, it it does just kind of feel like, and I think the reason for this is what you were getting at earlier, is that it doesn't feel like she reacts in a in a natural way that builds throughout the movie. It feels mm-hmm. like every time a horror thing happens, she goes back to being normal afterwards, which is fine early on like, in the movie. You know, because because at the start yeah. of a horror movie, if if creepy stuff's happening, you'll have them kind of shrug it off and go, "Oh, well, that was just me imagining something or weird." Mm-hmm. But as the movie goes on. The characters are supposed to get a bit more, you know, frazzled and well, worried about what's happening. This doesn't happen yeah. in this until very nearly like, the end. Like she never really feels like proactive. Like it's not like mm. y- you know, like sometimes we make fun of the scenes where like the person is like doing research and they just like, you know, like look at a newspaper that just happens to have like some big revelation or go online. Obviously, internet wasn't you know around back then, but like, um, but there was nothing like that. Like you know, there wasn't really anything about her being like oh i would uh, never I ask for that because i'm so sick to death of that scene yeah. but like, but so like something other... with her being proactive yeah, there's, there's... and trying to figure stuff out like i guess she reads a diary or whatever but yeah. like 
but yeah, but that's got nothing to do with the the mysterious things though. She's reading that out of curiosity. True, yeah, yeah. It's just about the the the, the steamy romance of Satanism. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, it, like I think proactive is a good word. She's never proactive in terms of dealing with what's going on because she never considers it a real threat outside of one or two moments. You know, the big one before the ending is when she runs out the house screaming when the guy's in there, and she ends up sleeping in a car. And the reverend goes the next day, and he's like, "No, oh, I was just a nightmare. You've had a, you've had a scary dream." And she kind of mm-hmm. just accepts it and moves on. And it's just weird. It doesn't escalate the way it should. And because of that, we don't like move forward in the story that much. It doesn't feel like it anyway. It feels like we're just kind of going back to square one constantly. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end, and nothing really matters. Yeah. Also, like it's kind of weird. Like the reverend was kind of like dickish to her and stuff too. And it's like, why, like, you know, wouldn't you want to be like? You know, like, uh, even if you did think she was in league with Satan or something, wouldn't you want to, like, try to help her, convert her, or, like, I don't know, something? Uh, yeah. yeah. And he does <laughs> kind of show up to try to help. He doesn't really accomplish much, though, in the, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Uh, she I, has, like, like, him and, like, Luke come and try to, uh, like, uh, help her, but they're not, they don't really. Yeah. Luke, Luke gets killed, uh, and it's actually one of the shittiest deaths ever, because it, <laughs> it, it does the freeze frame as he screams, and then that's it. Now, mm. I have no problem with that if it's the end of your opening scene and you're cutting to the title, or it's the end of the movie as a whole and that's your final little thing and it cuts to the credits. This mm-hmm. was weird though, because this was like the first big kill. It was like the start of Act 3 and he turned around, streamed it, freeze-framed and it just cut to the next scene. It was so <laughs> strange. I've never seen a movie do that and just cut to the yeah. next scene. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I felt absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, you know, for this death, like... No. it's I, I I think they probably want you to have some type of emotional reaction but this was just like so like okay I guess he's yeah, gone I mean this, this is the first time we see him I think really after the, the letdown scene where she tells him that it can't happen and that's pretty much it he, he didn't even like I, I guess maybe he was like a main character but he didn't really feel like it like he was in like maybe what like three scenes I think he was in more than that but he he. It was always just the same thing. He was trying to flirt with her, or yeah. he was with his friends talking about trying to get some, and you know there was some funny stuff where he, he like it's like, oh, you get out with that Tom again tonight, and she's like, yeah, oh yeah, like, damn it, <laughs> and he smashes the vase. You know, like, you know, he, he, there was almost he was the closest to being funny. I think not yeah. in a good way, but just he was the closest to being funny out of any of the characters. The, the then the other big death I guess was the the real estate guy who was mad because the aunt promised oh, him the house apparently. I completely forgot about this guy. <laughs> yeah, he he gets angry at some point and throws up and like smashes her window and she thinks it's a spooky thing again, but it's not. It's actually just him smashing the window. But it, then he gets killed. Uh, and the movie just kind of ends with her running away from Tom and he ends up being in the house when it goes up in flames. And we just end with the house on fire, and it's just like, ah, eh, whatever, we're done. Uh, the, the this is so much more house focused than hearse focused, which is a real shame. Yeah, if you're going to sum up the problem with this movie in a sentence, it's more house focused than the hearse focused, and that's the problem. You know, what? this always happens to us when we like do a theme vote because we'll mm-hmm. always be like oh like we have this theme so we want to watch this type of movie and then every i feel like when we watch it we're like oh it wasn't that type of movie yeah and to be fair to our patrons who voted i don't think i don't think like any of them knew this movie either i think this was oh, just, sure that no, just yeah. sounds cool because typically i expect the winner to be the one that everyone's heard of i expected uh, yeah. uh 
Christine or maybe uh, Duel to win out of the out of the options, right? Uh, and then you know well, Joyride slash like... Roadkill at a push. Yeah. Uh, wait, was the was the car one of the options? No. Oh, I think the car was. Maybe that was there instead of Duel. Okay. Maybe I'm just misremembering what was there. Oh, yeah. But. Like, you know, I expect one of the ones that's known, and it, but then every so often they'll pick the weird one. They'll pick the one that no one's heard of mm-hmm. before, and they go, oh, that sounds interesting. Um, and it's and just kind of funny. Sometimes I like that, too, because like, oh, I sure. get excited where I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I don't know anything about this one, so this could actually be pretty good. But, but <laughs> in this occasion, it turned out to not be as car-focused as we yeah. thought, based on the title <laughs> and what the internet told us. Uh, which is a shame, but I mean that wouldn't necessarily make it a bad movie. It's just a bad movie or a mediocre yeah. movie all on its own for other reasons. I I immediately had to put Maximum Overdrive in my DVD player after this movie just to just to be like, oh, give give me some good car horror going on. Uh, no, Mad Max Fury Road. That's what I put in right after. Just like give me some give me some cars. <laughs> oh, what a lovely, lovely movie. Let me hear some engines. Let me hear some engines going. <laughs> um, but no, uh, so, I mean, that's the hearse. Uh, next month's vote, the, the <laughs> vote right now on patreon.com slash TV. if you're a $5 patron or you're thinking about going over and being a patron, uh, is dog-themed. Mm-hmm. So, so you have Kujo, you have Man's Best Friend, you have Devil Dog, <laughs> The Hound of Hell, I think the full title of that one is, and then the breed are the, the four movies up for option, so okay. people are voting away on those right now. So yeah. I don't I don't want to sway any votes, but uh, I I do believe in man's best friend. The dog does pee acid, so just throwing <laughs> that out there. And Lance Henriksen's <laughs> in that one, which is also yeah. worth worth mentioning. Uh, I, I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, I remember liking it very much as oh, a child. <laughs> the only one out of these four I've seen is Kujo. I have never seen the other three. I've seen two out of the four. I've seen Kujo and Man's Best Friend. Interesting, interesting. What's uh? uh I I love. I, I don't know if you've seen the. Um, it was the anniversary of Kujo recently. I, I forget what, maybe thirtieth, probably. Uh, sounds right. And um, they they're like showing all these behind the scenes photos, and it's just really funny. They have like the uh, the guy like like in a Kujo suit, like and that 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 is one photo. It was like it was a dog that was like dressed up like Cujo or something where it's like they, they got like another dog to dress up like a different type of dog just, but, just get the but, right breed of dog I guess yeah. is my, my advice <laughs> at that point I don't know um, I, I'd say that's actually those might be some of my favorite like all time behind the scenes photos just if you just look up like Cujo behind the scenes there's a lot of funny stuff there alright okay noted noted and we have to rate the hair store before we do the rest of the outro and stuff and Ooh, okay whatever we're going to end this crazy episode worth so what are you, what are you giving the hearse uh i'm gonna give it a four uh i mean it, it's pretty low but like yeah i can't really think of too many positives like the, there's nothing offensively bad in yeah it, i i would say other than just like you know being boring but i, no, I don't know I, mean, like, I, so... I actually agree with that number i think four's perfect i think it's really mediocre but it's not it's not quite average enough to give it a five so I think because yeah. it's not too. I mean, four's not too harsh. It's it's not like complete garbage by any means, but it's just yeah. it's it's a mediocre bad movie, and that's mm-hmm. you know boring and dull. It is it is the definition of a four out of ten uh, yeah. for me. So, but just, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, I've mentioned Patreon a bit, but I really, to emphasise, if you want to support the channel and the show and streams after midnight and everything we do here, go to patreon.com slash TV and you can support us for as little as a dollar uh, and feel nice, warm and fuzzy inside. If you can't do that, though, don't feel too bad. You can, of course, support us uh, by watching ads on YouTube, turn off your ad block, or like and subscribe and comment and all that other stuff. All of it helps, uh, and we do appreciate it loads. Uh, get us on Twitter at Screams Midnight, as previously mentioned. Um, it's dedicated streams after midnight Twitter. Super exciting. There's like there's like six followers right now. So go do that. <laughs> yeah, put yeah put the Twitter handle under the the logo, so everyone gets their own little caption thing. Wait, is this because all the, all the other shows have the Twitter come up at the bottom? You feel left out? Is that what you're saying? Well, on, like on our screens, how we have our Twitter handles under our mm-hmm. names. So you gotta do it for the. I feel like the Screams logo is like the third. <laughs> member like he should okay (laughs) i thought you were being jealous because most of the other shows now uh, that we do have the twitter and the patreon at the bottom sort of alternating and the only reason why streams doesn't have that is because the logo is like perfectly sized and there's no room underneath it (laughs) i didn't want to cover it up so i need need to do one where it pops up at the side or something like that see i see i would have to actually watch any of the other shows to be jealous of that (laughs) I'm sure you've guessed it on something where you've seen it. <laughs> oh, no, of course. I, I love every show on the channel. I, I watch them religiously. It's my first thing I do when I wake up and last thing I do when I go to bed. <laughs> Jeez. Well, if Tim's done insulting all of the other content in the channel that doesn't include him, um, we can say our goodbyes for this episode. Uh, of course... Uh, I've been putting up old episodes from the old channel um, as archive episodes once per week as well. Uh, special so, editions. Special editions, yes, yes. <laughs> Director's cuts. I, I mean, I joke, but I have actually put the new overlay over the top of them so they look mm-hmm. a bit more like the modern episodes. Uh, so mm-hmm. they, they actually are uh, remastered <laughs> screams after midnights. Is it like? Is there a tier where we could do? Uh, commentaries on old episodes <laughs> commentaries on old episodes <laughs> well this is when me and Tim reviewed the boy with tensions were high yeah. on this one do you remember this Tim <laughs> oh yeah I remember that Pierre yeah. oh yeah one of us was really uh, smart and <laughs> opinionated and <laughs> really just came with their A game <laughs> I feel like we could do this as a joke once I don't think we could actually do a commentary track for each review <laughs> true because be ultimately, so, like, these are kind of commentary tracks in and of themselves. Yeah. And it would just be like so confusing because, like you know, like any second we stop talking, you would hear us talking. <laughs> yeah, like very like. <laughs> oh dear. Um, no, but hey. So, yeah, <laughs> by all means, obviously, one thing I've not mentioned actually with the Patreon is the crypt. You can submit movies to oh, yeah. a, a thing called the crypt, which is a list of movies mm-hmm. uh, that we'll pick from from time to time. Uh, everyone gets to see the list you can get the link to that in the description but patrons get to submit movies to it so uh, that is us so thank you very much uh, for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies we'll be back next time with something else um, <laughs> you're exciting yeah pro- probably I think I know what it's going to be but I mean I, I like to leave room open because we're-, we're getting very ahead in recordings right now because we're-, we're banking episodes for October more than anything mm-hmm. Um, so look forward to the October Thon which is coming up in just a couple months now uh, we're getting close yeah one month <laughs> a month and, month and a half alright <laughs> alright so that's, that's that's the show thank you very much it's been Screams After Midnight we talk about horror movies 
Thank you once again. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.